Hey everyone, welcome to the Mobile User Acquisition Show. In the Mobile User Acquisition Show, we talk about how to use mobile user acquisition strategies to grow your app quickly and capital efficiently. The Mobile User Acquisition Show is presented by me, Shamant Rao, mobile growth leader and founder and CEO of the mobile growth consulting firm, Rocketship HQ. Each episode includes strategies, tips, and pointers from the leading edge of mobile user acquisition that you can use to unlock tremendous growth for your app in a sustainable and capital-efficient manner. An important part of the workflow in iOS 14 is going to be around consent or how to get user consent. So iOS 14 does not deprecate IDFAs altogether. All it does is make IDFAs opt-in rather than opt-out. So in the past, by default, you would get access to IDFAs unless a user turned off IDFA tracking via LAT. And right now, an advertiser does not get access by default unless a user explicitly gives consent. Therefore, the process of getting consent is going to become very, very critical going forward with iOS 14. Getting consent helps you maximize the percentage of IDFAs that you are able to attribute and also use for future targeting. So you don't just get to know, oh, where did this user come from, which is going to be fraught uh, and somewhat inaccurate. But more importantly, you can use these IDFAs that you obtain via getting consent to target users in the future. For instance, if, if these are high-value users, you can essentially build profiles and lookalikes off of these uh, IDFAs that you get consent for in order to track and target your users better going forward. Now, with that background, there are four important considerations and things that you could be doing around consent to make the most of the options in iOS 14 and to maximize your opt-in rate in iOS 14. Number one, you can only ask once, so you do need to choose very carefully. Uh, To elaborate, Apple's documentation says, the request tracking authorization completion handler is a one-time request to authorize or deny access to app-related data that can be used for tracking the user or the device. The system remembers the user's choice and does not prompt again unless a user uninstalls and then reinstalls the app on the device. Therefore, if you show a consent prompt and the user says no, you're never going to be able to ask them again. So this is something you need to be extremely careful and cognizant of as you go forward. Consideration number two is that you can and you should test soft prompts. Now, if you have run push notification prompts in the past, you are perhaps familiar with this, but this basically means you can show a prompt of your own that is not provided by Apple that says, hey, we are a small independent studio, advertising pays our bills, would you consent to allow personalized advertising? Uh, you know, you have to test that messaging to see what makes the most sense. But if a user says yes, then you show them the official Apple prompt. If a user says no, do not show that official uh, Apple prompt just because you can only show the official Apple prompt once. So. If you test soft prompts, it allows you to a 
show the actual Apple prompt only to the users who are most interested, who are most likely to opt in, and also lets you preserve your ammunition for a future time if in case a user isn't ready to opt in at this point of time. And consideration number three is that you can still customize the Apple-provided prompt. Now, of course, there's a portion of the prompt, the headline, which cannot be customized or edited, which is to say, App XYZ would like permission to track you across apps and websites owned by other companies, which is somewhat ominous. However, the part below that, the NS user tracking user description portion, that, that's the message that informs a user why you're requesting permission to track data. That is absolutely something you should customize. It's not possible to A-B test that as rigorously as you would be able to A-B test a soft prompt, just because this is an Apple-provided dialogue. However, you can and should test, even if it's via testing pre-post-conversion rates as to what messaging makes the most sense here. Uh, consideration number four is you can choose not to show a prompt at all. So quite a few people we work with are considering this option because your app only needs to request permission to track before tracking occurs. So you can choose not to track a user altogether. So the reason why this is a possible option is because Quite a few apps we work with have said, look, this can be a very disruptive first-time user experience. The user installs an app for the first time and they see an ominous prompt that says, oh, this app would like to track you across other apps and websites. That's scary for a user that's installing for the first time. So we're just going to choose not to show this prompt at all. We will use SK Ad Network to basically do our attribution. And eventually, further down in the user's flow, Let's say they get to use level 50. Let's say they make $20 a purchase, $50 a purchase. Then we might just show a prompt to see if we can capture the IDSAs in order to target them separately. Right? So that's definitely an option, and you can and should keep that in mind just because you are by no means obligated to show a prompt to opt, get users to opt in. Obviously, uh, you know, if you do not show the prompt, you do not get any information or you do not get any IDFAs or personally identifiable information. However, not showing a prompt is absolutely an option just as well. So those are the four considerations that we recommend keeping in mind for consent and maximizing your opt-in rates when you show consent pop-ups. I hope that was somewhat helpful as you aim to navigate the somewhat choppy waters of iOS 14 that are coming. Thank you for listening to the Mobile User Acquisition Show. If any of this was helpful or instructive, I would love for you to leave us a review or rating on iTunes, Stitcher, Overcast, or wherever you get your podcast fix. This podcast takes a ton of time, effort, and love to produce, and I deeply value every review and every piece of feedback that you share. Thank you for listening, and I will look forward to sharing our next episode soon.